as I was wrapping up last week, I thought I should help understand the hindrances to becoming a masterpiece, the hindrances to living a meaningful life. If God has designed us to live a meaningful life, so what's holding us back? Why are we not being, why are we not living out that life? Why are we not discovering our potential? You know, why is a lot of Christians trapped, not motivated, not excited, not living the kind of life Jesus created us to live? Something must be wrong somewhere. And even though there are many things that hinder people from becoming the best that God created them to be, from becoming that masterpiece, I found one fundamental thing, a factor, or a common theme uh, that, that runs across the board. And that is the theme of unhealthy comparison. Unhealthy comparison. So let's define what comparison is. So comparison is, I'm trying to get it up here. Please pray for me that I got the right note. Fantastic. A consideration or estimate of the similarities or dissimilarities between two things or people. A consideration or estimate. This is according to the Oxford Dictionary. A consideration or estimate of the similarities or dissimilarities between two things or people. In today's message, what I want to do is I want to help us understand or recognize so the psychology behind unhealthy comparison. And I'm praying that I'll be able to give you some practical insight to be able to break this habit. So unhealthy comparison is one of the most prevalent habits, negative habit, a poor, bad habit among many Christians. Is comparison a wrong thing? No. To compare is not a wrong thing to uh, unhealthy comparison is what is bad for us. So you might be asking, so what's the difference between comparison and unhealthy comparison? First of all, I want, us to, I want us to understand that we are social beings. We are wired for connection. We are wired for community. We are wired for relationship. So any which way, when we come into certain groups of people or when we, come, when we meet people, by default, we would just look at ourselves and compare to the other person. So comparison ideally should help us to see what we are able to become, the possibilities in our lives. Comparison should help us to aim higher. And that's how I've lived my life most of the time before I started hanging out with some, some riffraffs, I call them, some weird people. I never struggle with jealousy, with envy, and some other kind of stuff. When I started rolling with some people, I started having problems with envy and jealousy. Then I realized that I was in the wrong company because what I was surrounded by was unhealthy comparison in the sense that these guys, well, they were always comparing me to themselves. And they say it all the time, but I just didn't make any sense out of it. Always comparing me to themselves. And anytime I tend to make some progress, they want to they ensure that they trash my progress, make it look unappealing, so that they can always be on top. I remember one of them has uh, his, his wife. You know, when we, we bought a, a, so my care we drew for about 1,100 or 1,200 thereabouts. And she heard about it. And she said, no, you guys should not waste your money. You guys should be stewards of these, this, blah, 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 and stuff like that. And when it was time for her to buy a wardrobe, how much do you think she spent? 3,000 pounds. And she invited us to show up. I'm like, are you kidding me? 
and many many things so if we buy a car she will ensure that she bought something much better or latest year you know the latest year and stuff like that if she finds a way somewhere she wants to beat it but i wasn't making any sense out of it until i started feeling kind of competitive and i was thinking what's going on here then along the line i realized that i was in the midst of i was in the wrong company and their toxic habit of unhealthy comparison is rubbing off on me now, what I've just shared was not in my script. It wasn't part of what I was going to share. But I believe God is speaking to someone this morning that if you surround yourself with people, or if you are surrounded by people who always compete against you, want to ensure that you are never, you don't progress, they don't celebrate your progress, or they want to ensure that they always beat you, this is not the right company to be in. One, one of two things they will do to you is this. They will influence you with that thinking. Then if you're comparison at the beginning was a healthy one whereby you could you look at you, you learn from your friends you get challenged by your friends and you want to improve if that was your attitude before you find yourself in this company of people you know what's going to happen to you you begin to compete with the people and it becomes toxic then you wonder why for you are you are you are off track in fulfilling god's plan and purpose for your life amen so comparison in itself is not good, is not a problem, but when you begin to compete or you begin to measure your worth by other people's accomplishment or possession, that is where the problem is. So unhealthy comparison is defining your worth or estimating your worth based on other people's accomplishment, based on other people's achievement. So you begin to define your worth by what other people have. That is very, very unhealthy. It is toxic and it will hinder you from becoming who God created you to be. Because your true worth is in who God created you to be. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10 says, you are God's masterpiece. You are God's handiwork. You are God's special creation. So for God to specially create you, your appearance and everything else, forget about it. If you are five foot tall and you are not six feet tall and most of the girls in the in, in our society today, say they are going for six foot tall, you are not for them. Amen. You know, I was thinking about Apostle Paul. The Bible says when he was about to be killed, some guys plotted to kill him. They actually put the guy in a basket and they took him. <laughs> they put the guy in a basket and they, they, they put him through the window of a wall to escape. So if Paul was like Goliath, the height of Goliath, he would have died because he wouldn't have made it. The, the, the town will have known that they were trying to escape him, in a sense. That's my grammar there. And probably they would have been able to catch him. You see what I'm talking about? So everything about you, even though you may not have something to do with your height, but I can tell you, God has configured everything. God will use everything you have, and he has configured everything to ensure that you are the best person you can be, and no one can be like you. Amen. So, unhealthy comparison is when you begin to compare, when you begin to estimate your worth, define your worth based on other people's accomplishment. It is not a wrong thing to compare. It's not a wrong thing to learn from other people. It's not a wrong thing to challenge yourself. It's not a wrong thing to, to ask people to help you for guidance. Like I said, don't forget, I said, we, we are wired for community. We are wired for relationship. Our relationship should be such one that build us up, that encourage us. The Bible says iron sharpens iron. The Bible says he that works with the wise shall be wise. The companion of who shall be destroyed. So the Bible says 
no, so based on what the Bible have said, hanging sharp on iron, walk wise, be wise, and stuff like that, then it tells us that you need people in your life to become, to support you or help you on your journey of becoming who God created you to be. You know why? You can't know all things. You don't know all things. Right? And you, you, you can't do all things well. There's one or two things that God has enabled you to do well and do very well, even more than your peers. And that does not make you better than them. Amen. Right. So let me ask you a few questions because it's, it's so easy for people to say, to say things like, you know, I don't have a problem with unhealthy comparison. I speak to Christians a lot. And it's, it's interesting that most of the time, they, they, when I ask them questions or when I'm talking to them, they respond by their conscious, with, their, with their conscious thoughts. Most of the time, they don't, they don't. Maybe we've not really been trained to understand the reason behind our behavior. So we don't take our time to study ourselves, to reflect, to ask ourselves, why do I do the things I do? So if I ask teenagers now, do you think you have a challenge with unhealthy comparison? No, no, no. If you ask many, some, many Christians, older Christians, do you think you have problems with on on or issues on the comparison? No, 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 because you know nobody's better than me. And people will tell you what you want to hear. But let me draw your attention to things that possibly could point you to find out or to understand that you have some challenges of unhealthy comparison. One, have you ever opened a social media platform, looked at a friend's post, and felt discouraged, anxious, and angry? You were in your own room. Then you went on Instagram, or Insta, they call it, right? You went on Insta. Then you saw this well-curated moment in the life of the person. And instantly, an, an instance where the lady, you know, wore wear makeup, she looked glam. Or she positioned her boyfriend, that's another one, I'm going to come to down. Or she positioned a guy to make you feel like that. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Lord, help me to be myself this morning in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. You know, when I pray for myself like this, because I'm about to lose it. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I'm, about to give, I'm about to say something that would rub people the wrong way. Amen. Lord, help me. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Guys, pray for me. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because what I'm going to say is going to hit a lot of people. I'm not going to say it so that I can move on. You know, when I go on Insta and I see husband and wife praying, holding their hands and stuff like that, they, 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 just, they, just, they, just, they just drive me mad. Sometimes. Is it wrong for husband and wife to pray and stuff like that? But honestly, if you're actually, it's actually in the spirit of prayer, you're going to be recording it. Amen. You're going to be recording it. And so many other things that I see, people do spiritual things. You, know, you see what I'm talking about? Because I see a lot of pastors do it and stuff like that. See, I don't have a problem with it. But what I'm saying to you, if you actually were actually in the spirit of prayer, you weren't going to be recording it. It's another thing if the kids around see daddy, saw daddy and mommy praying and they filmed it. Or you are saying that this is how we pray, kind of stuff. But I see a lot of lies and deception on social media for people because people want to get following and all kind of stuff. And the innocent person goes there, oh, I'm not married here. Look at how they are so cute together. Do you know whether I just love the woman in the morning? So I've seen a lot of stuff on social. I've seen, I've seen the back end of things. I've been into relationships whereby this guy was never available for the family. And he will always put his wife on social. And his home and marriage is very toxic. Having some weird relationship with other women. I you know I, I, was, 
a conversation came up one day and somebody was talking about this person. And they said, ah, that guy that used to post, post a picture of his wife. But I know this guy, that this guy is not as honest as he appears to be on social. And a lot of people are using their relationship, they are benchmarking their relationship with this person's relationship. You got to learn to, be, be, to mind your business, look inward, look at what God has given to you and learn to enjoy what you have and grow. Stop comparing... Don't stop comparing your marriage. Stop comparing your life with other people's life based on what you see on social. Stop it. You do... See, <clears throat> excuse me. You can only know yourself better... You, you can't know other people as much or as better as you know yourself. So let's stop this thing. Let's learn to be happy with ourselves. You see something on social, be happy about it. Glory be to God. Thank God for their life. And you move on. Their journey is not the same as your own journey. You are God's masterpiece. You are unique. You are significant. There's no one like you on earth. There's no one with the same assignment as yours on earth. So we have to train ourselves to take time, spend time to discover what we carry, what God has called you to do. Focus. Mind your business. Don't be sad for other people. Rejoice with them that rejoice. Mourn with them that mourn. <laughs> but mind your business. Amen. You saw why I prayed for myself? Because I knew it was going to go uh, very nicely. So when you go on social and you see some people's pictures, they're praying together, they're doing stuff together. That thing is still running the back end of my mind. I've seen some lies, lies. And it annoys me when I see, when I see lie, deception. Friends, can I say something to you? You can't fool everyone. You can't always fool everyone. There are people who walk by the Spirit of God and who can see the light through you very well, even though you package it well. And I'm not trying to blow my own trumpet, but when I'm going through social, sometimes there are people, the Holy Spirit tells me this is a lie. It was staged, it was staged, it was staged. And the few of them that I, I'm, I, I'm kind of close to that I know, they were all lies. And you are now measuring, measuring your own worth by what people put out. You know, people will always put out, most of the time, except for people on TikTok who wants, to, who wants sympathy and pity. But people will always put out the best version of themselves. See, the, the fact that somebody is smiling on social doesn't mean they're happy. Sometimes maybe you need to look properly so that you can see the way the boy has given them a punch, right, which they have photoshopped. Then you're trusting your... I was speaking to one guy a long time ago, and he said... Many of the people, many of the couples whose wedding was promoted on a particular side, the majority of them, the wedding, the, the, the marriage is scattered. They are broke, they, they're broken up. They've gone separate ways. And these were, these were, these were Nigerian weddings that, that had thousands and thousands of likes, of comments, and some girls were suicidal and depressed because they are still single. Do you know the two people going into marriage? Can you see what I'm talking about? So when you're supposed to focus your energy, on developing yourself to be the kind of woman and the wife that God wants you to be, you are snooping into other people's business and you are depressed. Is it no insanity? Someone has lied to us. Amen. He ain't your business. Praise the Lord. You won't see. Who told you your husband must be six feet tall? No, why must he be six feet tall? Praise the Lord. Why must he have six pack? You know, I see some girls for her phone. They are deep here. I can see shredded stomach there. 
You know I used to be a photographer. You need to understand the power of Photoshop. And if you want to hear the truth on that uh, technology, now, can I tell you something? So sometimes, right, when I shoot some of my videos and they don't look good, right, my face doesn't look good, I use a um, cap cut and I smooth in my face. So you say, ah, this guy is so smooth. Ah. <laughs> don't be deceived. <laughs> don't, don't always believe what you see on the media. But focus on your own life. Be happy with what God has given to you. You are God's masterpiece. The worth and the value or what God places worth and value or, or how God defines worth and value is not based on external, material, possessions, superficial things that can fade. The worth and value, according to God's definition and standard, are not things that can easily fade away with time and the atmosphere or with age or weather conditions. So we need to begin to evaluate how we define our worth. Amen. Social media. So have you heard of a colleague's promotion and felt a sense of jealousy or anger? Seriously? Or let, I will add one to this. Or have you gone on LinkedIn, then you realize that one of your old friends has become the, the, senior, the senior colleague or a director in a company? <laughs> you know why I laughed? When I started climbing the, my, career, my career ladder or the career ladder, I don't like to personalize it because I'm coming out of this employment field. And I started getting into what they call senior leadership team. <laughs> you think senior leaders in most workplaces, you think they have sense. Many of them are senseless. You, you know, there's some senior people you see in the workplace and you just respect them. Now wait until we enter into the senior leadership team and you hear the stupid things coming out of people you think they have sense. And you are emulating, you are feeling sad because someone now carries the title of a director. Or you see yourself inferior to some other people in the workplace because they carry this title director. Many of them are not as sensible as you. Many of them may be successful in the workplace because of the paycheck and what they deliver, but in the real life, they are bankrupt, they are useless, they are a disaster. I'm not exaggerating it, I'm telling you truth. I was part of a senior leadership team and I requested that I be excused from a senior leadership team because when we start the meeting for the first half an hour, they are swearing and they are complaining, they are, they are, they are throwing up people under the post, they are saying, oh man, for the first half an hour. I'm the only person, and I'm not exagger exaggerating, I'm the only person who's contributes anything sensible. And when I, when I speak sense, they, go, yeah, they get angry. Because each time they bring a negative vibe, I say, you know what, I think we can help this person. And one guy looked at me and said, you think you can help this person to become this? And I said, okay, wait, let, let's see how it goes. And I solved all of those problems, and I made more enemies for myself in my own team. Senior leadership team, useless people. So your colleague got promotion and you feel... So am I talking... Am, am I making sense? You know, I've not started. This is still intro. I'm still under my intro. This is point two in my intro. So maybe we'll do this for six weeks. Because this is killing people. I was wired like this. So when I use some words to sound insulting, we're all together. Amen. It's just to help us to wake up. Praise the Lord. So if you're, I'm not trying to say it's wrong to feel jealousy. It's normal. Sometimes you feel it. 
So what you do with that feeling is what matters. It's not meant to feel jealous. It's not meant to feel envious. It's not meant to feel like, ah, your life does not happen. Ah, when will you even make it? It's, it's natural because we are fallen human beings. When we, what the other, though Christ has redeemed us, yes, in our spirit, we are perfect, we are holy, but we still have a flesh. Especially when you are not doing something with your life, right? And other people are making something out of their life. You will feel envious or jealous one way or the other. So instead of become envious of them or feel sad or depressed, do the work. Work hard on yourself. There's no reason under this heaven for anyone to be jealous or envious of anybody. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Watch the next one. <laughs> Your friend has 50,000 followers on Instagram page. On the Instagram page. And you feel less because you have only 5,000. Maybe you even have 45,000. But because there are just 5,000 ahead of you, you think you're worthless. Do you even know whether they bought the followers? Do you even know what they did to get the following? And I'm not saying that people don't get following and subscribers legitimately. But many people lie. They cheat. They scam to get what they have. And I was speaking to a, to a lady uh, this week. This week just gone by. And uh, we're talking about one of our relatives who seem to be very successful. And she said to me, this guy looks happy. But what this guy does is that he uses people to climb up. He uses people to progress. <laughs> and I, tell, I told the lady the destiny of the guy, the end of the guy. I said, he's going to be depressed, sad himself, mean, narcissistic. I said, because we are not designed, people are not designed to be used. And we are not designed to use people to climb up. I said, but he's happy, he looks, he's, he's successful, he looks happy. I said, his happiness is temporary. It's only a matter of time. When people begin to realize that he's not a straightforward person and he uses people, good and quality people will begin to withdraw from him. And what will he be surrounded by? People who also want to use him to climb up. So that's the company he's going to keep. Eventually, he's going to be surrounded by fake people. It's going to be surrounded by toxic people. It cannot really experience a genuine and authentic life of joy and peace because it's accustomed to using people. Is that the kind of end you want for your life? God has called us to a life of peace. Amen. I'm just trying to use instances to help us to begin to recognize how we are somehow involved or caught in the habit of comparison, unhealthy comparison. Another one is this. When I say comparison, I mean S-O-N, not S-M. C-A-T-O-M-P-A-R-I-S-O-N. You know, I know because of my accent, it was, uh, Zim sounds like sin. Sin sounds like Zim. Right, so it's comparison. Pretty good. Right. So have people made com uh, pleasant com uh, commentaries or compliments about your sibling and you felt inadequate? And you went into this competitive rage with your sibling. Some, something is not right with you. I'm try, I was trying to be very nice about it. Something is wrong with you. you something, was, something is fundamentally wrong with your medulla oblongata. I don't know where that spirit is coming from today. <laughs> something is just fundamentally wrong. Because outsiders who have a kind of definition of success and what good looks, looks like, Pass a compliment on your sibling. 
Then you became depressed as a result. Or they said something like, your sister's wedding at the wedding was better than your wedding. So all hell broke loose. You are going to destroy the entire universe because they said somebody's wedding was better than your wedding. You are not well. You are just not thinking. Guys, you know what I'm trying to do this morning? I'm trying to paint the picture as it really is so that you can see it as something evil and start working hard on yourself. You know, if I come in this spirit, yeah, I understand how it may feel. You know, it's kind of a challenging one. But you know, we shouldn't... I'm not helping your life. <laughs> I think another thing that's making me actually go in this direction or communicate this way because of the reactions I've got about my reels this week. The reactions I got from the reels I posted on social this week actually showed me that people, a lot of people are looking for the real truth. People are tired of lies. While a lot of people want lies, there are some people who want to hear the truth because they know that it's the truth that makes people free. So welcome to a new realm, a new regime, whereby I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not, I won't polish it for you. I'm going to be nice as much as possible. Have I insulted anybody today? No, no, no. I'm going to polish it. <laughs> My wife's laughing. <laughs> I'm going to polish it for you. But I'll tell you as it is. It's just nonsense. Let me jump ahead of myself a little bit. It's a, let's take for siblings, rivalry, for, for instance. When there's unhealthy comparison, when a lady... Because your wedding didn't... I don't get it. I don't, I'm trying to get it. So you want your wedding to be talk of a town. And yes, it was. We wanted, to, we wanted it to look a certain way, way, and yes, it did. But because someone commented that, ah, out of their ignorance and insensitivity, that your sister's wedding was nicer than your own, which maybe it was because of a venue, because they ate a nicer food, maybe it didn't start your caterer. Because I realized that some women, right, they don't care about food, what the people will eat, as long as their wedding dress is fine. So you got your wedding dress. You put all your money, money on wedding dress. You didn't, you didn't consider... The experience of the people coming to, you know, for the wedding. I, I'm, I'm speaking from experience. And people came around. They, they, they loved the fact that you're wedded, you're married. But there's a lot of things that didn't go well, right? Um, it made it a bit kind of tough for them to find a place. It's kind of stuff like that. And out of innocence in their heart, they just said, you know, what? Ah, that girl's wedding was actually nicer than your wedding. I, I don't know who actually said that because it just shows that they, they're not actually, they're not being sensitive. But you got everything you wanted. You got your dress. You got everything you wanted. It. But because somebody commented, then you took your sister as an enemy. Are you thinking? Is your head correct? What is this? Then there's long-time rivalry that even spirals down to the life of the kids. Because somebody passed a comment, is everything all right with us? And there are many variations of this. Another one is, your sister, got, your sister or your brother got um, a job before you. Or got married before you. Then, you, you, then it becomes war. Parents, we need to have some conversations because some parents don't actually really, really, really... How do I say it? Very nicely. They don't think. Let's, make it, let's say it as it is. They don't think. I'm thinking of starting a, a video series called The Thinking Christian. And that's because I've seen that most of the time, over 60% of Christians I've met in my life don't think. This, your spiritual fathers, they tell you something, you jump on it, you go with it, and that's it. And that becomes your truth and your reality. And when anyone, by mistake, shows you what the Bible says, that's what the Bible says, which is contrary to what your spiritual father said, you take them as an enemy. Amen. 
You see, the reason why people, this sibling rivalry happened, one of the reasons is because siblings would, def would define or their work based on what they have, commentary from people, acceptance of parents. You know, when they didn't have something that seems to tamper to or tamper or threaten what, what they define their worth by, then we have all of this nonsense happening. Then there's hostility among those people. You know, they, you know, kids who grew up friendly, you know, loved each other, fought for each other, then became hostile, angry at each other, fighting. I still don't understand the sense behind sibling rivalry. I also understand that, you know, many times when, it's, when one of the siblings begins to roll with the wrong crowd, they get infected, they get compromised in the language of my wife and I. Uh, you know, we watch movies a little bit. They get compromised and they start acting hostile. So in that sense, we need to kind of like withdraw from those people. Amen. So that's just my intro. <clears throat> Praise God. Let me give us a Bible verse that will help us think on these things. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 12. 2 Corinthians 10, 12. Amen. It reads from the NKJV, For we dare not class ourselves or compare ourselves with those who commend themselves, but they, measure, but they measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves among themselves are not wise. From the Amplified, we do not have the audacity to put ourselves in the same class or compare ourselves with some people who supply testimonials to commend themselves. When they measure themselves by themselves and compare themselves with themselves, they lack wisdom and behave like fools. So everything I've said may sound the guy is mean, but just go to the Bible. You, you, then you realize I'm nicer than the Bible. Yeah, I'm kind of nicer than you know, what I've been saying and what's in the Bible. Friends, I want to repeat this. This is still my introduction. I'm trying to paint on uh, unhealthy comparison the way it really is so that you can hate it and you can stop comparing yourself with people around you and you can begin to focus on what God has given to you, who God says you are. You are, unique, you are a unique being. You are God's masterpiece, special creation. Amen. So I said here, the emotions reference are both maybe the result of comparison, uh, unhealthy comparison, and they will rob you of the opportunity and energy to discover your unique potential and, expre and express God's divine ability in you. I'll take it again. Now, those emotions I've described earlier, right? I said they are most of the time the result of unhealthy comparison. And they will rob you of the opportunity and energy to discover your unique potential and express God's divine ability in you. Because unhealthy comparison comes with very bad, horrible, negative energy. Such that it you are preoccupied with the wrong thing. Your stress level goes up. Bad energy, depression, anxiety. For what? Imagine a, car, a, imagine a Ferrari feeling bad that it was not created like a, what can, I'm, looking, I'm looking through the window to see if I can find a vehicle there. A Megane. If a Ford, a Ford 
focus. Is that one still nice? I think they're, they're getting they're looking nicer now. What's the smaller Fiesta? A Ferrari comparing itself to a Fiesta. To a, what a Fiesta, right? No, let's go lower again. Micra. <laughs> a Ferrari comparing itself to a Nissan Micra. Is everything all right? You know, because the Ferrari does not know that it is Ferrari. Because it has not seen the Ferrari potential in, in, in it. Because with all due respect, small-minded people who love small things and don't want to give or share or don't want to be prosperous enough to share, they look at what my car looks like and they're like, wow, so cool, such a nice car. And the Ferrari is feeling bad because it was not, because the, celebrate, the people who are celebrating Micra are not celebrating it. Something is fundamentally wrong with us. And I'm not trying to get us to start comparing ourselves in such a way that we feel, we are, we feel superior. Like I said, every one of us have different journeys in our lives. But I'm trying to also call out that the potential in you is so great that you cannot afford to be looking at what other people are doing and, to, and on that basis estimate or judge the quality and the worth of the value God has put on the inside of you. It is called insanity. To judge your worth, define or assess your worth based on people's estimation of value, especially people who do not know God, who do not know what God has put on the inside of you. To estimate your worth based on people's perception of value is to be wrong and it's called insanity. So if at all you take, you, you take anything away from this teaching today, one of the key things you must take away is to stop estimating your value and worth based on what people say or based on the people in your community. You are in a community to add value, to bring your uniqueness to the table, not to feel bad or worse because people, around, people there look better or sound better than you. You are called to bring value. So when you go to work, don't compare, your, don't compare yourself with other people. And because they seem to be doing good or better in one area, you don't see yourself to be, to, be, to be a person of low value. It's not right. It's ungodly. It's evil. It's demonic. Like I said, comparison in itself is not a wrong thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. But unhealthy comparison is a problem where we begin to define our worth based on what we see around us. What we see around us should be able to challenge us to be a better version of ourselves, to think of how can I improve. So when you come across someone who seems to be better than you in one area where you think God has engraced you or given you the talent or potential in that area, when you come across people in that area who are doing well, you're supposed to humble yourself, learn from them as much as you can. There are pastors who speak much better, they speak much clearer, their communication skills is much better than me. Trust me, they are here, not, they are here better than me. And we told you that my unique ability in communicating the truth of God's message is not what God wants me to actually use to reach out to people so that people can see things in the right way. See, there are some messages you, you feel so good by the time you finish, you, you finish hearing them. You feel, you feel, it feels so nice. And the question is, what did you get out of it? Where, which chord in you does it strike to help you be a better version of yourself such that when you are going home, or you're on your way home, or when you get to work the following day, and you see a colleague of yours who has that very slim and tight body, and she's walking past, and something you want to compare your worth with her because she's slim and she's slim and you know packaged, 
But you, everything does not seem to have been, you know, panabited. Which you don't know whether it's BBL, but that's what they do anyway. Uh, you can tell them I'm getting more exposed to see what's going on in the culture, right? You hear a lot of stuff from me. And you compare, you don't even know what they used to pack everything on the inside. Some women go through a lot of pain to be able to look the way they look. And you are comparing yourself. Can you see what I'm talking about? You are comparing yourself to some, someone who is going through a lot of discomfort in order to look a certain way. You are comparing reality on your end with what is not real on the other end. How are you all right? I've been in this world for a few decades and I can tell you that it's not worth comparing yourself with anybody from a negative sense. It's not worth defining your worth on the accomplishment of what anybody has. You don't know the full story. Praise God. <clears throat> I'm just scrolling down my notes to see what I can cover in the next two, three minutes. Right. So, a few things I want to call out here. Why we compare? I said earlier on that we are wired for connection and it's a natural thing to seek acceptance and validation. And, so, and I also have here that the fall of man makes us seek approval and acceptance from our peers. So that negative, that negative comparison, that habit of negative comparison is actually the, an attribute of the fallen nature of man. And I think we need to recognize it for what it is. Amen. So I want to reiterate, comparison is not a bad thing when used to evaluate where we are and what is possible. Comparison is not a bad thing. Unhealthy comparison is, is a problem. Why are we talking about unhealthy comparison? We're talking about this because it's injuring us from becoming the best that God created us to be. And it is hindering us from advancing God's kingdom because we are not spending our time and energy on the right stuff. We are not exploring their potential and abilities God has given to us, and we are looking in the wrong places. And it's affecting our health, affecting our marriages, relationships. A lot of hostility among family, friends today, a lot of them are rooted in unhealthy comparison. And I've used my story, uh, a, few, a few of my experiences, I've shared a few of my experiences with you, even though I did not plan it at all. They were just coming out of me and I was just speaking. A few certain things I've shared this morning that as I was talking, I was thinking, Lord, what are we going in that direction? Because that's not what I'm actually seeing here. I've, God has used me to show you that I have personal experience in the fact that if you are ruling with people who compare you with themselves and are defining their worth based on the fact that they are better than you, you will not, you will not really succeed in life. You will never really become who God created you to be. Another comparison has two sides. So there's a side whereby you, you, you feel worthless or you feel less than other people who are doing better than you. And the other side is when someone sees themselves, they, they become proud and arrogant because they see themselves to be better than other people. Whichever way, both companies are not the kind of company you should keep because the Bible tells us evil communication corrupts good manners. I know people who are rolling with people who see themselves better than you and want to ensure that they are always better than you. I've seen people cage the life and destiny of people because they will ensure that you don't come up and they will always trust everything you do and ensure that you don't have the courage to want to aspire to become who God created you to be. And I see this among many women. As long as they have one lady there that all of them can pick on and gossip about, they are happy. Why are you doing this to yourself? God says you are God's masterpiece. And to, to say something in a kind of, uh, not in the, in the best way, but a kind of colloquial, 
you may be surprised that you are the Ferrari in that group. And sometimes they can see that the, the Ferrari potential inside of you. But because they are micro in their mind, they have to ensure that you don't see the worth and the value on the inside of you so that you will not be celebrated. These are real life stuff, friends. Let's bow our heads for prayer. Father, we thank you in the name of the Lord Jesus for this journey you're starting with us. And Lord, I pray that as the word has come and has blessed people and the worst words have been planted in the heart of the people, Father, I pray that they begin to germinate and bear fruit, destroying and disconnecting every sense of unhealthy comparison so that we can begin to see the what and the value we carry on the inside of us and begin to step out to do, to become and to do what you have created us to do in order to advance your kingdom in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We pray our eyes of understanding will really be enlightened to see that we are people of worth. We may not be as good as other people in one area or the other, but we are not better than them and they're not better than us in what you have called to do. I pray for your people that they will be able to see that their journey is unique and there's no one who can actually, you know, do that life that you have created them to do. No one can become that person you have created them to be. And not just pray for those church family and people, anyone watching or listening, that you begin to really see the worth and the value they carry in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise God.